show can be a little gay but if you're not that's okay you can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, Winona too she promises something for you she nerds out we're girls that like girls that like dirty things Hi, and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Anne. I'm Wendy. And this is Tara. See, now I get that this is Tara. Yeah, you get it now? I yeah. get it now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, I'm back covering for Kat. She's still taking some much uh, needed time off. And um, we've got a full segment today, including a guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, some yep. nerd news. We've got a mail sack. We're talking Ahsoka. Yep. yep. Let's That's... kick it off, shall we? Let's kick it. Let's kick, kick it. it. Kick it some like a celebrity. Ball. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, this person doesn't really have anything to do with soccer, but it is Cameron Diaz. What is she Ooh. doing these days? I don't know. Has Ooh. she been in anything? I know she's filming that movie with Jamie Foxx right now because oh, okay. since he's been out with his health issue, undisclosed health issue, yeah, um, right. I remember seeing some behind the scenes pictures and his movie is with her. So I'm interested for whatever that is. Yeah, it's a what is fun she combo? Doing? You know what I was thinking when I was, you know, Barbie, of course. Have you heard of that movie? It's been out a little bit. So a few people have seen it. I haven't Barbie. seen it. Oh, well, anyway, it's huge and it's making a bazillion dollars. But I was thinking if this was made back in the day, what are the odds Cameron Diaz would have played Barbie? I could have sure. maybe could seen see that. that. Mm -hmm. I could have seen that. Like she would have been the one that they would have turned to to play Barbie. Or at least she would have been, been good. in it. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. so, but anyway, oh, how old is okay. she? 54. Okay. That's what I'm going with. You know I need a minute. This really hurts my brain. <laughs> Take your time, Anne. Just... Um, so she's like around, like she was with the Ben Stiller era, right? Like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Drew Barrymore. Okay, yeah, I'm going to say 52. Mm. So close. 51. Oh, okay. Ooh. okay. She looks great. Looking good. Well, yeah. I mean, she's Cameron Diaz. She's always never forget like some pretty decent. interview with her that's like, well, you know, for my skin, I, I drink like a bottle of water right when I wake up. That just stuck with me. So I always like when I wake hmm. up, I try to just chug some water just right off the so bat. So if I do that, good hydration. I'll look like Cameron Diaz. Yeah, for you're sure. going to look youthful forever. I need to it's, drink more water. Though. It's science. It's science. Yeah. Science. All right. Uh, oh, by the way, her birthday was on August 30th, I believe. I didn't even give you a day. But yes, the 30th was Cameron Diaz. 31st, we have, I think he's one of those sort of legendary film actors, Richard Gere. Um, oh, I mean, he's been around forever. Of course, Pretty Woman. Mm -hmm. I catapulted like into he's whole... probably old he, well probably he's 74 i always thought he was very handsome he's very handsome i yes. think mm -hmm. but he's always kind of looked aged yeah he's had that white hair for a yeah, while, for a while. Um, i remember i thought he was old and pretty woman i i'm sure he was like 40 i don't I'm even remember but he was 65 he is 74 He's wow. from 1949. Woo. You're so good at this. I feel like that it's just right, right? you Did either have the skill or not. I think so. Yeah. 
So that would be a couple of years older than my mom. Yeah. Wow. He's just a couple of years older than your mom. I'm right. Let's just go with that. that weird to think. He could okay. like be your right. dad. Yeah. <laughs> he could be Wouldn't my that dad. Be cool. That's sure. <laughs> Richard, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, here's uh September 2nd. We have a birthday of someone who was like, Oh, he's cool. Oh, he's a joke. Oh, he's cool again. Now he's kind of beloved. Keanu Reeves. I feel oh. like remember he was, you know, he was this new yeah. thing and he was cool. And then he kind of became a joke. And then the Matrix came out and it's like, Oh my god, he's so cool. And now you hear all these stories about what just like like if how nice true, he is. What a good, decent, down to earth, just like duty is just People yeah. just like him now. So and he can him. make he can make fun of himself. He does some of those yeah. roles where, you know, he's playing himself and he's just these exaggerated versions and I love it. I'm gonna go with fifty seven for Keanu. I'm gonna go with see, I'm only gonna go in the fifties because you're always right. Otherwise I probably would have been <laughs> like in the sixties. Um I'm gonna say fifty fifty three. 59. Uh, oh. He was born in 64. Really? Wow. Okay. I have a Keanu oh. Reeves story. <gasps> oh, what's that? Tell? Okay. So I was going with my family to the Long Beach Aquarium, and my kids were little, like, I don't know, maybe two and three. And it just so happened we chose to go to the Long Beach Aquarium while the Long Beach beach grand prix was also like just about ready oh, to no. start we had no idea and so the whole raceway was all set up because you have to like cross over the raceway to get to the aquarium because it goes right past um sounds safe yeah it was super <laughs> well they have like this whole scaffolding that goes up and over so oh, we were cool. going up and over with our stroller and this guy walks by and he's like passing us and he kind of looks over and he looks down into the stroller and he goes, cute baby. <laughs> and it uh -huh. was Keanu Reeves and oh. um, Adrian Brody. Oh, oh wow. Okay, and cool. so like, as he walks by, I'm like, who? That was really nice. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh my God, that, that was Keanu Reeves. So then I tried to like, I'm a real wimp when it comes to taking celebrities photos because I don't, mm -hmm. I don't want to invade their privacy, but I also am like, I kind of want to get a photo still. So mm -hmm. I try to do it like cool, not cool. And mm -hmm. I just end up getting the backs of their heads. Oh, so I have this whole, subtle. I have this whole series of the backs of celebrities heads. Cause like after <laughs> it kept happening, I was like, I'm not going to try to get a good shot anymore. I'm only going to try to get the back of their head. Mm -hmm. but um that works so we went to the long beach aquarium like i don't know a couple months ago and i was telling my daughter who's now 14 yeah 14 mm -hmm. and i was like oh when we went here when you were a baby da, da, da. i'm like keanu reeves said cute baby about you and she goes <laughs> who's keanu reeves oh no and i'm like the matrix and she's just <laughs> looking at me and then my wife goes um john wick oh okay 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 <laughs> <laughs> gotta update those references i know uh, right yeah. i was like yeah. how do you know Keanu Reeves yeah and look at him he's totally re like reinvented a franchise you know mm -hmm. himself with this franchise john wick where 
spoiler alert if you haven't seen it i watched the first one and i was crushed when the dog right. his dog, right. the his dog. Well, that's dog the motivation killed. for his whole thing yeah. right and that's the thing that's a great thing about these movies the whole rest of essentially everything he's doing he's avenging his dog so because right. they fucked with the wrong dog yeah for sure which you have so, it coming if you absolutely a person's dog for sure mm-hmm. i've never seen a john wick but i feel like i should they're pretty fun like fun oh yeah i movies. mean this last one had great reviews john wick yeah. four i think the last just... couple have yeah yeah i mean i think they're all really good i just never and i believe F- um john wick four is the one that shamir anderson from oh. Earth is in. Mm. there we go there you go well Full i circle. should check one of those out at some point yeah but spoiler yeah. alert the dog dies wendy so just well be <laughs> but the whole movie out. is to avenge the dog so but yeah. i found out while watching another movie this week where i thought the dog might die i had to go to the website if you're not familiar there's a website called does the dog die.com so you go there and you can look up basically any movie or tv show and see if the dog dies um before if you're a little worried and you're uh, you know triggered by that sort of thing like i am um however i realized if you scroll down there's like a whole bunch of things. There's like, does a horse die? Is there like hmm. any kind of like animal suffering? Um, they have, are there bugs? That's for me because oh, I they do have are there bugs? anything. It's, it's just further down. There's all these things that it's like, yes, no, yes, no. And the list. So, nice. and if it has bugs it'll it, or the dog, anything happens, there's a notes column where it says like where in the movie or what kind of stuff it is. Like go to the um, bathroom at this time and yep. you'll be fine. And the few I checked where I like knew or, you know, one thing or the other is pretty accurate. Like it had everything in there. So hmm. there's all sorts of things that like might, you might be sensitive to like, are there spiders is separate from, are there bugs? Like specific gotcha. things, are there snakes? Are there, you know, there's just a whole list if you scroll down. So it's very informative but yeah if you if you need that sort of thing like i do because there are shows that i won't watch if i think that there are certain bugs in them so i won't watch a show if a dog dies i mean unless like john wick okay i get it going in but like if it's one of those oh the true life of what what a dog means and when the dog dies and how you know learning to accept that no, mm-mm, mm-hmm. no like i can't marley do it. me or right. a dog's never. purpose no nope, like, never not I doing get, it i watch a lot it. of like murdery shows and i get so panicked because i'm like i can watch people get shot and murdered all day long on these shows but as soon mm-hmm. as it's like a, a dog or mm-hmm. a cat enters the scene i'm like please don't touch that dog please just run away just yeah. go the, yeah, I really wish I had gone to that site before I went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy three. Um, <laughs> probably could have saved me a lot of. I think every one of them would have been checked off as yes. Guys, I had I no idea going into Guardians of the Galaxy. Me either. I, I had read nothing night. about it, and I almost left. Me too. Oh. I've I was never so done upset. that to a movie before. I was so upset. And Wendy saw it later when she had been warned. Look, I was, Tara warned me and I wasn't going to see it. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I think my thinking about it was almost worse. Like, I just need to see it. And I love Guardians. I wanted to see it anyway. I was looking forward to it. But I watched whatever video online I could. I saw pictures. I went in with my walls Mm-mm. very high and I got through it okay. But I mean, later, Tara and I were at her house talking about it and just crying. Like, I cried more after than during. I Thank was you. like, out loud saying oh my god yeah. <laughs> to nobody i'm like with my family but i'm like 
like you know that cry where your throat hurts really bad like yes I was almost doing feels that like you're gonna and like, I was well, yeah nauseous. and I was sobbing and I just was like saying <laughs> oh my god is it gonna when is this gonna stop like how bad right? is this gonna get and I just like looked around to everybody else like is nobody else <laughs> distraught by this and I couldn't really yeah. tell and then at one point I was like covering my eyes and plugging my ears and I'm just like I I might need to just leave. Like, I yeah. don't know if I can stay here. Yeah, I, I had to look down and wait. I had to like zone out. Right. I did not. And I, it was a full pack theater. So I, it would have been really obvious if I got out and left, but I was so upset. And so uh, same, I, I could not even, I didn't want to hear anything. I didn't, it was making me nauseated. Yeah, like, they looked ugh. so yeah. real too. Like, I yeah. just feel like those are real. Anyway, mm-hmm. We've, mm-hmm. We've, we've well, I will say, it. Twitter is normally a cesspool of like making fun of people with that reaction. But when I would, especially before I'd seen it, when I was just looking for people's reaction, no, Twitter was like right on board. They're like, I sobbed. I couldn't deal with it. I can't stop thinking of the animals. I can't, like they were tormented by, especially I think people that went in not knowing what was coming were just so blindsided by it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was very fully warned. And I, I watched it twice. Like I watched it again on streaming and I was, I mean, it's still sad, but like, you know, I had never even thought about his backstory. Mm-mm. Like, mm-hmm. and then to find out it was that horrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, and his eyes. Yeah. yeah. I know. The little raccoon. Oh. Oh. And then the baby <laughs> raccoon. Oh, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> and his little friends with the oh, mechanical with the, with the voices. Oh, yeah. Lord killed me. Oh, Lord killed me. Even when I watched it on streaming by myself in my room, I was, no, I was getting, actually, when I watched it again, I was hugging my cats, and I was like, ah, I was crying. And then when he went back and the animals, like, to get them, spoiler, and I was like, get the animals, Rocket, just get the animals. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody got it. Absolutely no one but get it, mittens. Um, but I do, I do really like the movie, and I love Guardians all the way around. So it was just, and Peta, Peta came out and like loved it. They're like, this is the best anti-animal testing movie yeah. we've seen, and that's the thing because it is like, yes, they're fake, and yes, they do look real in there, but like they, you just know that this is ha- is happening See, somewhere out like, there. That's like, ugh. and that's the thing. Like, I'm. Like, I don't need to be preached to because I'm like, I'm not your audience for that because I already know, right? Like, we already know and we're not for those things. So, mm-hmm. like, I can't see some of those things. Like, mm-hmm. I love Jan Arden, but I had to mute her on Twitter because she posts so much animal stuff. And oh. it's like, it needs to be posted, but I can't look at it because right, right. like the Sarah McLaughlin commercials, I can't, mm. I still can't watch those because she kills me. Like, I can't yeah. see it. I know it's out there, but I just can't. Well, for anyone it. listening, the thing I always say that helps it bear, be bearable is do something to be part of the solution. Like, right. I mean, there's people, you know, you know, you may not have the time or the money, but if possible, you know donate to animal shelters help foster help volunteer like because it, it's it's horrible and i still see stories that just devastate me and i see things happen that are you know when you're involved in it it's not always pretty when you're an animal rescue at all and um but just knowing that you're helping in some little way it at least helps make it a little more bearable to know that you're part of the yeah. solution but you know true. if you have the time or the money or the ability not everybody does but it does it does help 
Yeah. I have no idea how we got on the <laughs> team. Does the dog die? Does the dog die? You know what? Check it out. Here's another question, uh, Anne, that will lead to a topic you'd like to speak about. Are there monsters? Yes. Is your website, Are There Monsters in Loch Ness? Speaking mm. of monsters, <laughs> today, monster hunters are conducting the largest search of Loch Ness in more than 50 years, according to this oh. headline by NPR. Wow. Looking you, for Nessie? I'm yes. so excited about this. Also, I just finished um, Deadlock. Is that what it was called? Yep. Deadlock. And then like the boat at Nessie. And then I read mm-hmm. this and I was like, oh my God, it's all tying together. <laughs> we need a uh, Deadlock Ness monster spinoff. Like Deadlock Ness. Mm, oh, oh, maybe. Uh, um, but do. I'll just read a little bit here from this NPR article. It says researchers and monster hunters are gathering in the United Kingdom Scottish Highlands this weekend to look for the eternally elusive Loch Ness Monster, the biggest search for the legendary beast in more than 50 years. Somewhere beneath the the shimmering, yeah, not simmering, that would be weird, (laughs) uh, surface of Loch Ness lies Nessie, the legendary sea beast whose reputation spans nearly 1,500 years. At least that's what monster hunters and Nessie enthusiasts from around the world hope to prove Saturday and Sunday. The Loch Ness Center and the research group Loch Ness Exploration are asking all aspiring monster hunters to join in on the biggest search since 1972. Mm. If we were there, we could be helping to look right now. You can look. There's a live stream. You can look at the live cameras in case Nessie just happens to swim by. Yeah. (gasps) And Loch Ness is like real far north, like way at the the tippy top. You know, it's it's really it's real. It's a long way to get from like, you know, Edinburgh up to Loch Ness. So it's some dedicated folks going out there. They got their equipment, you know, like sonar equipment. Like I they've got really hope they can find. Yeah. With Even infrared if- cameras that are going to fly over the lake and a hydrophone that will be used oh. under the surface to detect Nessie-like calls. Oh, you know, I hope they even just find like a, you know, like a skeleton or something. Even if yes. maybe Nessie is extinct What's the lifespan now? of a Nessie? You know, They've been or, looking for the thing for years. Because one of the thing, wasn't one of the original sightings like hundreds of years ago, like the well, there's like, like that like grainy that? photo that we've all seen. It's like one of the only photos we keep right. seeing, right? Are there any other photos besides but, that one? You know, it's been documented through for many, like she said, many hundreds of years. So it's like, that, you know, maybe it's something that did exist or it now it has, but it's just find some kind of proof that it existed, like real proof. I mean, it, it looks kind of like a, what's that dinosaur with the long neck? Yeah, like the, the brachiosaurus. Brontosaurus. 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 It looks like a swimming one of those. So, you know, maybe it's like a brethren of a dinosaur. Apparently that photo was debunked as a hoax. No, come on, Wendy. No, That's it, what no, this article Wendy, said. Gonna take Break that... our hearts. Gonna I'm just that saying. Away. You know, I let you have your alien stories. Let me have Nessie. Nessie. Well, I want to believe she's there. And believe me, it's not like I this think... photo is the only time she was ever sighted. Other people have seen Nessie. I'm not trying to debunk Bigfoot either. I think there could definitely be something out there that we're, you know, but I think Nessie is really out there. I think I feel, or okay. was at some time. Right. What do you think is more plausible, Nessie or Bigfoot? Nessie. 
think Me either too. one, honestly. Because it's so deep and it's so places like there's more there could absolutely be something that we can't even get to or so, you know, just depths that we haven't explored yet. Right. Because waters are like unexplored. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So we don't know. Or I I don't who knows? I wonder how many very intrigued by this. How many things that we just accept now as like a specific animal or fish or whatever i wonder before science found it it's like oh here's what this is like were there mysteries surrounding like the whale before they actually knew what a whale was right where people were like guys i was just fishing and i saw this massive thing in the water and people were like (laughs) you'll be crazy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and then it was true definitely i don't know very hopeful i and I when, love that it's I went just last like, year, just like, a, it's like, it's not doing any harm if it's real, right? Like we haven't right. heard of it, like terrorizing towns and, but then there's the part of me that's like, if they do find it, like people are horrible. It's like, will they try yeah. to like mm-hmm. research it and like get samples from it and like do whatever stupid shit, but. And that's what worries me about the, the group, the, the size of the groups that are going, because there's so many people going, what if some of these amateurs come it's across like, something, they're going to screw yeah. it all up or just take something. Are they vetting these people as far as, I don't think you so. Know, if you find something, what, where do you go with it? What you have to turn it in or you, you know, you know, be, so you just aren't an asshole and you actually, again, leave it alone if it is alive and out there or you give the information to the right people and don't try to sell it on the black market, something like that. Um, I would have loved to go and visit when I was there last year, but it was just so far North that it would have been a whole other trip. So I, don't know. I, just I think of they... all the great merch that's up there. The oh, Nessie there's merch. a picture oh. of merch. I would love to go get Nessie merch. We should totally we get, get Nessie, Nessie merch. Um, well, if Nessie wants to be found. I hope that she's found by the right people. Or even or if they just find her like, a monster. Yeah, let's or like more or at least more evidence that she could possibly exist. Or mm-hmm. had existed. You know, yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Something. I mean, just... how could there just be one though? So yeah. I don't right. know. I need to look into it more. But the the idea that like it's it's really hard to explore like cold, deep, dark waters. Mm-hmm. How um, deep is it? How deep are locks? Some can be extremely deep. Some of those locks are like you can't send anything down there. They're some of the they can Mm. be some of the deepest trenches in the world. You know their depth. And is it Um, murky? Can drop off very fast. Yeah, like bad visibility. Certainly not clear. (laughs) But you know it's going to be especially down that far. There's its deepest point is two hundred thirty meters. Two hundred thirty. Okay, for Loch Ness. Mm Hmm. Mm. 20, so I think of like no. Lake Tahoe, I think is really, it's real deep to the point where they know that there's like many dead bodies down there. They just can't get down there to really get them. You know, things don't even have to be deep. I like watch this TikTok channel where people find <laughs> missing people based on their like um, sunken cars. And uh, they find they like, it's just this volunteer group that goes to try to find mm-hmm. missing people with their equipment. And they find cars all the time in water that's like not that deep. And people just have been walking past these accidents and had no clue. Like there's mm-hmm. a car with a body in it. Yeah. 
like that one they found on Google Maps that just somebody just saw from the sky yeah. that's right behind somebody's house and had been there for years and years. Yeah, crazy. So. Oh, technology. All right, Nessie, well, we go believe. Nessie. Yep. Hashtag Only be found Nessie. if you want to be found, Nessie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Emily Emily Andrus had a tweet today and it said, lock, lock, who's there? Not her. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Emily. Nice. Uh, That was a good one. All right. Well, Well we're going to shift gears here to Snop Sports. 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 Because we talk with Noe, our friend, um, and friend of the Snop, in and out of the Snop. And uh, we're going to talk to her about her trip to Australia to see the Women's World Cup. She knows a thing or two about soccer. She does. I trust her. Uh, welcome to the pod, our dear friend, friend of Snop and friend out of Snop, Noe, who just oh. recently returned from the Women's World Cup in Australia. Uh, how long were you there, Noe? Oh, man. Um, from August 6th through the 21st. Oh, so, so nice long trip. Oh. And uh, I actually left LA on the 4th, arrived on the 6th. So you lose that day. <laughs> so what, how was your experience you know, Just, you know, regardless of soccer, how long, how was it overall? Yeah, the Aussie, this is my second time to Australia. It was exactly 10 years ago that I went and the Australians are just a beautiful people. <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> um, you know, even if we just throw soccer in from the time you step off the plane, you knew that there was a world cup happening in nice. the airport, everywhere, down the streets. Um, I didn't need to make it to New Zealand, which I'm pretty bummed about. I'd love to do New Zealand one day. Um, and then, uh, but we just stayed um, in Australia, multiple cities and just beautiful city, very clean. I love the fact that, well, I love the exchange rate, first of all, <laughs> totally yeah. but I love that when you go into a place and you go to buy something, that's the price. There's no, everything you buy is, do you want to add a tip to it? There's no tax mm-hmm. added to it it there's no hidden fees to anything it is just like boom there it is you pay for it you're done you're out yeah it was the same way in the uk i was like what there's no tax there's no tax and they're like no it's (laughs) just that is what it is i was like oh okay yeah no tips that was the really nice thing you knew what you were you were paying right then and there done so So is it easy to overspend uh, (laughs) um knowing the exchange rate i mean it's basically you know 65 ish percent of what you're paying so unlike Anne, you had the the flip side on your on going to the uk but um yeah you tend to buy a few more things you know <laughs> how many sunglasses did i already have that i you know oh yeah let's buy another pair of sunnies or oh yeah i need this other watch like yeah mm-hmm. it's it's you do tend to spend a little more i i saw so, a picture uh, how many new soccer kits did you come home with okay so i only had a few nicole i think ended up up with five here plus our good friend Alex uh, helped us acquire uh, Canadian jerseys so Nicole's going home with six brand new jerseys so, yeah it actually when when you can see that exchange rate it you're like oh I can get you know more than I normally would so <laughs> we we definitely had to buy some extra luggage all of us uh, actually she didn't because she already had a, a suitcase bag extra duffel bag but um, our other friend, Christina. Yeah, we definitely had to buy more suitcases. <laughs> wow. And that was and just how- to bring the snacks back. So. Oh. <laughs> and how many games did you go to? Six. Whoa. Six games. Wow. So that's that's kind of the thing going in, right? It's like 
you always want your team to go to the end, but you have to go in under the assumption, like you have to be okay with them not going to the end. And mm-hmm. it, and for all of us, it's like, I want good soccer. Mm-hmm. I want good yeah. football. Right. So that's what was really great. We had that for the entire tournament, six games. I mean, literally got off the plane and because the U S did it win the pool, uh, if they had, we would have been had a game in Sydney when I landed, but nope, I got off the plane, dropped my stuff at the hotel, went back to the airport and flew to Melbourne for the night. So wow. unfortunately, I mean, it was a, you know, we, it was their best game they played, but we did see them lose in Melbourne. Um, new fan of the Sweden keeper. Um, nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, first thing I said was hope solo vibes. Totally. Totally. Oh, one brunette, right? That's the yeah. one brunette. <laughs> oh yeah. So the only one on the team. So, um, watch that game. Uh, that afternoon was amazing because, uh, Christina, Nick didn't get in for another week, but Christina had gotten us tickets to the American outlaws party. So we literally landed, went to the hotel, dropped our stuff, went to the Outlaws party. All the parents were there from the players, children. So you had um, Crystal Dunn's son, Marcel, like all their kids are running around. The parents are there. Um, Coach Beard was there. I do have Coach Beard. Um, Julie Ehrman from uh, Angel City. And then I turn around and, or I was like, I went to the restroom and I got a text saying, uh, Sue Bird's here. And I'm like, <laughs> so yes, yeah, uh, so that was pretty, pretty fun. So uh, Natalie Portman was there, but apparently I missed it. We walked out like a few minutes oh. early. Oh. So, but uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Just everybody just hanging out, having a good time. Was having- that after the game you said? Before. Oh, okay. So the vibe was probably a little different. Than- oh, completely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it yeah was okay. a lot of fun. Everybody was talking smack, like, yeah, you know, so. Um, it was a good time. Then you march from the match or march to the match from there. So it was like a half a mile. So everybody marched hmm. to the stadium and then everybody kind of goes their separate ways. And then, yeah, that was, then the game was what it was. And uh, it was a good time. Yeah, we got to see you on international television. <laughs> did you know Bye. like that you were up on the, did you see yourself on a big screen there? Or was no, it just totally? <laughs> not at all. My phone started blowing up people from work. And then I just got all these different angles and I was just like, of course, the one that everybody saw was where I was completely stressed and distraught at the end of the game. I was just <laughs> yeah. like, serious. I was like, all right. Uh, or like, yeah, I very think intense. It was probably during the PKs, I'm like intense, right? It's a really good thing that you didn't like call in sick to work for this trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. They knew four years in advance. I'm like, because right now I'm like, four years from now, I will not be here. They, 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 <laughs> like, I don't care where it is. Well, maybe I do. But for the most part, I'm like, you get four years in advance. Wow. And so did you have to, you flew to Melbourne, but like how many other places did you have to fly to? Because Australia is enormous. So I don't know how spread out everything was. So my trip was, I'll give you the quick rundown. So Melbourne that night flew out the next morning back to Sydney, watched the Australia-Denmark game, which that was so much fun. Because once the U.S. was out, I was an Aussie because Canada was out. U S was out. I was a Matilda all the way. Um, so went to that game the next night, only in Sydney for a night, flew to Hamilton Island for a couple of days, swam the barrier reef, did all that stuff on the Island. Um, on Thursday flew back to Sydney. Nicole was coming in Friday morning. So we were in Sydney for a week. Um, went to that Saturday, the England Columbia game. So that was exciting Mm -hmm. as well. Then on Wednesday, went to the Australia-England game. So in between, got to do some Manly Beach, Bondi, 
and you walk around the city, see the Opera House Bridge, all that kind of stuff. What's cool, though, about every city that they had a game in, they have Fan Fest. So you can go down and hang with people. They have giant screens. They have DJs. They have live music, food. And you got to watch games with, you know, however many of your closest friends showed up. So that was really cool to do um, in between at the games that you weren't attending. Um, after that, uh, we threw, flew to Brisbane Thursday morning. So we got to see the third place match as well. So we were there for uh, Sweden and Australia. Um, got to go to hang hold. I probably have 300 pictures of holding koalas, you know, oh. <laughs> on feeding kangaroos. So that was a blast. Uh, came back to Sydney on the morning of the final match, saw the final match, and then uh, flew out the next morning. So pretty nonstop. Whoa. Yeah, it was it was busy. It was intense. It was it was, but it was fun. It was good. What time. were you uh, eating and drinking this whole time? Because that sounds like you need a lot of energy for that. And uh, yeah, like um, coffee, drugs, or something. Oh, some so sort. what? Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> coffee in Australia is amazing. Uh, we went to local chains. There is coffee on every street corner. Maybe sometimes three or four coffee shops. We had coffee twice a day at at minimum. Uh, Nicole had a, like a piccolo every single day. We're having flat whites, cappuccinos, like whatever, um, lattes, but the coffee is amazing. The problem is, and I know it's like this in Europe too, they're tiny. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we found a couple places. And the first thing I said was American sized coffee, (laughs) (laughs) which is probably a grande. So, Mm -hmm. um, but the coffee was amazing, uh, at the state, it was hard because you needed to get out to the stadiums, you know, you had to make your trek. It was about a 45 minute train ride. So you had to go early. Uh, so we got on the train, went out there super early. We watched uh, the Australia where it went into PKs. I mean, that game was intense. We watched that with uh, probably 60,000 other people, uh, which was super exciting. But uh, when you get out there, there's not a lot of food options. So you have to eat, you know, a really late lunch. So I ate a lot of fish and chips at the stadium, I can tell you, <laughs> which was actually really good. Um, we had, there's a lot of really good, you, you go in and you have breakfast with your, with your coffee, right? So you're having your, uh, some kind of Danish or pastry and lunch and, and those kinds of things. So lots of food options, uh, lots of cocktail options. Uh, it was just, yes. it was really good. It was really good. <laughs> wow. So you said so, like when the U S like, cause you didn't know where they were going to end up. Nope as far as when it got to the 16. Yep. So did you have to make reservations kind of as you went for flights to different cities or how much was it was pre-planned? How much did you have to kind of wing it depending on the teams you wanted to see or? So we bought t- the night, the beautiful thing about FIFA and these games, the tickets are anywhere from 30 to $40. The most expensive Whoa. ticket, I think for the final Oh, I can't remember if that one was 88 or 120. Wow. If you were in category one, there was three categories. Um, so we went ahead and said, you know what? We're just going to buy the tickets for both options for Melbourne and Sydney. So we did that and then had hotel reservations for both. Uh, we made the flight nice. right the night that we knew that they weren't going to be. Okay. So you had to so, just adjust wow. like, plane schedules. And, I mean, the yeah. Sydney airport is amazing. Like domestically, it's it's bizarre to fly because they don't ask for your ID. Hmm. They don't ask for your pass. They don't ask for your passport. Nothing. You go through security. I could take water through there. People were drinking coffee, walking through security. They don't ask for your ID or your boarding pass. You go to your gate. They ask you for your boarding pass to get you onto the ramp. Then when you board the plane, they ask for your boarding pass again. That is it. Wow. You never ask what? for my ID. And that's domestic Whoa. travel. International travel is 
kind of what we're used to. It was just very bizarre and hmm. kind of cool because it was easy. You could get through uh, in no time. So having to make, I think we ended up making like what, six, seven flights, eight flights, whatever it was domestically was really nice to travel. They're so easy. Yeah. Wow. You are the most like spontaneous yeah. person I know. <laughs> you make things happen. You, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but in my phone, Noe is down as Noe Chips and Coolness. Yeah. <laughs> how I have her name. Cause she's just, we've talked about it before. Like she's always making things happen. Like wherever mm -hmm. Noe is, something is going on. Like there's a, a celebrity spotting somewhere. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you do and, it. Yeah. <laughs> Noe's our supplier of chips. Yeah. And coolness. Um, yeah. And cool. It's like such a good time wherever Noe is. Um, yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. Um, and I'm always down for for a good time. It's just life's too short. And if you can do it, it's like, you want to go to Vegas right now? We'll do it up and back to Vegas. Let's go. Because we've done plenty. <laughs> that's, that's great. Was um, it was it like going to a convention in the sense that like for these this time you're over there you're surrounded by other people who love soccer and you know i mean did you were there a lot of americans there did you just end up hanging out with people supporting all different teams um yep. did you see like good representation from england or spain or good representation you know, from from all your top countries um mm -hmm. it was so the colombian fans were so much fun headdresses like the whole nine <laughs> chanting we had people behind us i mean if your team was in it there were people there england had great representation sweden had great representation so there were a lot of folks from all over the world and it's just really cool for everybody to come together there was no drama there was no fighting you know um the last world cup when we went to there was no alcohol allowed here you could have alcohol and everybody was fine. You know, it was just even afterwards on one night in particular, the trains weren't running. Somebody vandalized one of the stations. So people were stuck on trains for a couple hours. And even through all of that, like people were just like, okay, it is what it is. They weren't happy about it. But, mm -hmm. you know, in America, you wouldn't see that. People would be getting mad. There might be some fights, but it was just like everybody came together for love of the game. Even when your team lost, you picked another one. What's mm -hmm. that country? It seemed like everybody kind of gravitated towards the Matildas. Like they yeah. were a long shot, but it's just like, how could you just not love it? I mean, yeah. it was, it was amazing. You couldn't find a Matilda's jersey anywhere. You couldn't find anything that actually said Matilda's. You wow. could find Australia stuff, even though, even that wasn't readily available. But the coolest thing I think, um, and I have a lot of issues with FIFA, but the coolest thing I think they did was they had, available to start like representation for merchandise for all of the countries that they had and nice. they had them everywhere so um it lasted a little longer they had more options this year they took away some options from previous but it was they did a the australia new zealand did an amazing job as host countries uh i'd never seen just the flags and just knowing from the time i got off the plane even till the time i left there was merch in the airports just all along every street that you went, there were banners, flags, just everything. And it was, you knew what was happening. Yeah. People's yeah. on the side of buildings, uh, people's images and faces. And it was just very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And so I have to ask, uh, Noe, you got me into going to the Angel City FC games here in Los Angeles. And it's so much fun. And when you go there, it really is kind of like a mini convention. Um, there is a large queer representation there as well. They're very welcoming. How did you find that representation when you were over there? It was there and it was beautiful. Yeah. Everybody okay. was welcome. Um, I don't know if you guys have kept up with um, <clears throat> kind of what was going on with FIFA didn't allow the rainbow 
captain armbands. So they said, mm. you absolutely cannot wear them um, for the matches. So Allie mm. Riley painted her nails rainbow colors. Mm. And mm. there was one particular match where she was crying and she was on camera and you could see it. And there's a whole story behind that and what that one act did for a particular person that was struggling. She's told that story a couple of times, but representation, I mean, it is out proud, loud everywhere. <laughs> and it was really, really cool. Like nobody hit anything. It was very mm. nice. Everybody was welcoming um they're saying that that's the reason the u.s lost because we don't have enough gays on the team <laughs> no <laughs> well you wouldn't know that from twitter it's because of the woke gays that we lost apparently yeah. but but honestly <laughs> no way what happened what happened with the u.s women's soccer so you know you hear it was a you know you know it better than anyone i know is it players is it the coach that y- you hear a lot about was it just, it was just other teams were better this year? Break it down for us, Coach. Break it down. <laughs> well, I'm not a coach. I can sit here and give my opinion all day long. I think that, you know, anybody that says the team didn't want it or didn't try, you're full of crap. I mean, mm-hmm. you're out there. You're you're playing for your country. This is your job, but it's a passion that you have. If you're going to go to practice day in, day out, why are you going to go out there and not try? So people saying that, you're full of crap. Um, but if you go back to the last Olympics, you know, our scores have been two to one, one zero, lots of draws. Uh, we haven't been able to put the ball in the back of the net. Um, mm-hmm. We lost Dawn Scott, who, you know, from a fitness perspective, like she's the one who came through and did all the, when you're on your period, this is how you should be eating and fluids and practices you should be doing. And she's launched that all over the world. Um, mm-hmm. The other teams have just gotten better. Um, they're more fit. Like if anything, if we couldn't put the ball in the back of the net in the first half, we could outrun, outfit, outlast any of our opponents in the past. And then we would get our score in the second half. We'd be a scoring machine. Um, that just hasn't happened over the last four years. Uh, I'll tell you, we were all sitting there going, why isn't he subbing? Why isn't he subbing? Why do Mm -hmm. you have the talent and the depth of the roster that you have? And you're not going to put them in. You're not, yeah. whoa, I want to see how my team digs out. Well, they didn't dig out. Right. You need fresh right. legs. How do you put Lynn Williams on the bench? Mm-hmm. You know, you're putting Julie Ertz, who did an amazing, I will always, I'll defend Julie Ertz to the end of the day. <laughs> but, um, you know, you put her in a position that she doesn't normally play, pull her up, put Cook in there. That's why mm-hmm. she was there. So there's a lot of that that is being questioned. I question it. I don't know. I'm not a coach. I don't know what he was seeing. I don't know. Like Trinity Rodman was sick, you know, while she was there and she still played well. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know what was going on in the locker room, you know, so it's hard for me to say, but I just think that other teams have gotten better. I think where the U S is significantly challenged is our development for youth all the way up. If you look at our U twenties and U 17s, we haven't been winning. We're not even close to winning those Mm -hmm. world cups for those teams. Spain, they won the U 17, the U 20 and now the senior (laughs) team. Spain, yeah. if they weren't, and I'm horrified by what they're going through right now. You, I mean, all the uh, focus yeah. is, has been pulled away from their championship and they should be celebrating. And you know what? Their, their team is set for the next 10 years based on the talent and what they've been winning in these other World Cups. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, now we're dealing with, you know... <laughs> things we shouldn't be in this time, yeah. you know, so. And a lot of those other countries too, like, especially for, for the youth leagues and everything, like the other countries outside the U.S. live and breathe soccer, born that's into football, it. you know, that's your, all the resources are, are put into that. And here it's really just kind of starting to catch on a little more, but uh, still not anywhere near 
the other countries so not even close yeah they're they're born into that and they just live and breathe it they're the women are playing with their older brothers and you know everybody in the neighborhood it's just what you do you know from mm -hmm. the time from from birth so yeah I think we've we've definitely we have the talent like that's not our problem we just how to put it all together um just from a fitness standpoint getting the right you know what is our formation on the field like and being able to adjust we didn't adjust we didn't change anything when you went into the locker room at half, you saw England, they changed their formation multiple times. Sweden changed. I mean, mm -hmm. but we didn't. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm very curious to see what's going to happen over these next couple months because we need a coach. Yeah, yeah he already and stepped down, right? Just gone. <laughs> wow. yeah, and we have uh, an Olympics <laughs> in 11 months. So mm. yeah, it's going to be interesting. We'll see what wow. happens. Well, during that final, um, you know, you talked a little bit about it already that the controversy with Spain and their president of their uh, football association um, and the kiss that happened. I mean, when did you kind of realize what was going on or hear about it or at, at the time being at the game, was there anything off or that you well, noticed? At the time you're so wrapped up in the excitement and the energy that's going on. And then I'm, we're watching England, you know, go around and just feeling crushed and devastated for them, but yeah. you're happy for Spain. So you're kind of wrapped up in all that. So you're not really paying attention to like each individual and what's going on. So we didn't really know much until it was done. So mm -hmm. while we were there, we didn't see that. I mean, yes, you see him like hugging every person, like pretty touchy feely, but you don't at the time, you just, you don't really put the connection together. And then you're on the train coming back and it's like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> and then things just start to unravel. And then it's, you're like consumed with everything. You know, it's just like the whole coaching staff has resigned. Everybody except the head coach who just got signed for half a million dollars <laughs> for his contract, who's good yeah. with the president. I mean, I'm sure you've seen it. He was in the box with you know, yeah, royalty, from <laughs> and he's grabbing his crotch. And it's like, really? yeah, that was weird. So yeah, it's and just, I love they had on Twitter, you know, um, that they had a comparison of when the men's team from Spain won, you know, yeah. several years ago, and the women's team. The women, of course, he's there just grabbing all the women and hugging them, kissing them, and on the mouth and other places, um, hug just hugging every single one of them, um, and then the men's team, they're doing very uh you know professional handshakes and maybe oh, yeah. a shoulder slap for the guys mm -hmm. you know and they all go can you imagine if they were t doing that with the men you know oh, it, no not yeah. at all it and there's like there was strange. even another photo of um the coach where he had his hand on his one of his other coaches boobs mm -hmm. I'm like yeah that's been shown a few times but they're really going after the president so yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's all just it's unfortunate uh, unfortunate is not even near strong enough word it's 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 just horrific yeah. what they're going through. Like they should be celebrating. Instead love... of now, yeah, having the, uh, essentially him resign, they yep. are now have lawyered up and are pressing charges, essentially <laughs> suing, uh, yeah, against her for saying that she lied and is now, you know, defaming him. And... Right. But it's him. So when they say Spain Soccer Federation, that's him because mm -hmm. he's the head, right? So um, FIFA suspended him for 90 days. That doesn't do anything. Right. So mm -hmm. the, the, the country that they, they need to do something, but he is the Federation. So I don't know what their <laughs> board or whoever makes those decisions, they need to jump in and they're going to have to, cause he's not going to fire himself. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Yeah. And and the like, one the one good thing is that like the world is on her side. I mean, 100%. it's like you can everyone. look and everyone is like, no, absolutely not. It's unacceptable. And didn't the whole team like say they will not return oh, under the every, current administration? Every, yep. mm -hmm. Yes, they did. They did. Um, and so what's going to be interesting is what happens. So let's say they start preparing, like we, we're not sure what, I don't know where they are with the Olympic qualifications, but you know, we don't know what happens as far as that goes, but with your U twenties and your U 17s being so strong, do they say, Oh, this is my chance or do they align with her? You know? So it's mm -hmm. going to be interesting how this unfolds, but yeah, the heat needs to go. That whole federation needs to be fixed. It's just unfortunate. I do love the support across countries. I love that. Uh, yesterday, San Diego Wave and Orlando Pride had, you know, their wristbands on. Uh, they had signs. All the teams across the world that are playing are visibly and publicly uh, during their games. After they're scoring goals, they're holding up her jersey that she was <laughs> at the game and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So there's just worldwide support. And it's 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 nice to see and fortunate that it has to happen, though. That's cool. Well, it sounds like, too, they've been trying to pressure her to come out and make a statement that sort of downplays what he did, you know, and mm -hmm. she's not doing it. And they've <laughs> put pressure on her family, friends, teammates to to just, you know, come out and say, oh, it's OK. It was a, it wasn't a big deal. It was a misunderstanding, whatever, just to to take pressure off of him and the circumstances. Mm -hmm. She's like, no. And, and <laughs> she thanks the support of, you know, soccer, and you know, people around the world that support her, that she has the courage not to do that. And just, you know, stay firm with her, you know, statements. Good for her, because that's going to be really hard to do. Oh, yeah. And you, wonder, and you wonder why millions, millions of people saw this. And yep. they're saying, oh, no, it didn't happen. And you wonder why people right. don't come forward. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. People it's, who... And then they're going to get sued. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know? Wait, like... We all saw this, but you're going to sue yeah. her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're going to try to gaslight everybody into being like, no, that's not what happened. Right. That's not what you saw. Mm -hmm. Aliens or you, or you wanted it. You did want it, you know? Like, yeah. it's just not a problem. So, <sighs> wow. Okay, no. so what was your favorite part? Oh, man. It is really hard to nail something down just because every game had something different to offer. Um, just the people. I mean, we're sitting at breakfast, and who walks up? Danny Chastain. I'm like, come on. We're walking down. <laughs> and she comes over, takes a picture, and she posts it on her on her instagram oh like, of course she does yeah but that only happens to you no <laughs> yeah, that only no happens to you <laughs> like you walk down you can walk to the set you can see carly you know ripping the yes. <laughs> yeah. you can see them film but you know i think just just the the beauty of the country and the people uh just being able to go to see some really good soccer uh, the Sweden team was staying in our hotel in Brisbane, so that oh, didn't hurt. Nice. So we got to watch them walk out for their match. Um, you know, it's just a lot of stuff. But I think, you know, just getting to travel the world to beautiful places with friends. I mean, and we've done this a couple times now. And it's just we're already like, all right, when are we go? We want to go see some Chelsea games. Like, let's go see Manchester. Like, we want to go over there and just go hit a bunch of soccer. Um, but it's just the the trip. Being able to do that was just great. I can't really nail down one thing. I think it's just the, the trip. It, it in itself was fantastic coming back awesome. with crud not so much but you know yeah, <laughs> yeah and I'll I got the crud. It. it's fine <laughs> but it's not stopping you you're going to the Angel City FC game right now you're, you're I leaving, am right in four <laughs> minutes yes all right <laughs> cheering uh cheering them on and uh their race uh we got six games left nice they're racing we're not in a good spot but uh yeah. <laughs> gonna cheer they're, them on so they're playing a good team today right that well yeah, 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 they've dropped two in rankings, but what's interesting is from first place, 
to 10th or 11th place, it's a 10 point spread. Okay. So you got a chance. Yeah. There's six for most, most teams play today. So there's six games left for most. So that's a possibility for someone to get 18 points if they win all six. So any it's, it's truly anybody's game. Yeah. No, we have, have you always loved soccer? I got to thank the 99ers. Mm-hmm. that that's what turned the tide. I think, I mean, I've, I was always, I played, you know, volleyball, basketball, and softball. Um, never was a soccer player at all. Um, but, uh, uh 99ers did it for me mm-hmm. from then. Yeah. I was Fowdy, Joey Fawcett, Meaham, Brandy Chastain, you know, uh, Bryce Gurry. I mean, from yeah. then on, I was, I was, I was hooked. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. They're special. Oh. <laughs> they are. They are for sure. Thank you for being here and spending some time with us talking about your trip and we hope you have a great time. I'm so jealous that you're going later. Um, and you better come to another yeah, one. You too. I Anna. will. Yeah. You haven't been yet, so. <laughs> I know. Get y'all. We need to, to do a game together here. There's only today. There's two more home games. So I need yes. a hovercraft that will take me to and from the games. That's yeah, my biggest have obstacle. Have a hall for sure. But. Uh, well, I'm sorry you had such a horrible time. Oh, it's miserable. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for coming and sharing all things soccer with us. Of course. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, have fun. Bye. Right. Bye, Noe. All right. Thank Bye. you, Noe. <laughs> Bye. Have fun. All right. Thanks, Noe. you guys. <laughs> I'll cheer. Okay. If, if anybody's there, I'll send you pictures. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. All the celebrity yeah. photos, of course. <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. 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 That was cool. I'm glad we needed yeah. the content and uh, I want to, yeah, I, I no mean, one knows more like of people I personally know. Clearly like, no, we she have knows nothing yeah. about the sport. <laughs> nothing. She's just making yeah. things up. I bet that is so fun. <laughs> if you love soccer and you love that whole thing, you know, and follow it like she does to be over there and not like Australia, where it's just all people there. Not like, only that, but like and... if you go to a game with Noe, it's infectious. Oh. Like I, yeah. I think mm-hmm. especially like the Angel City atmosphere is very, it's palpable. Like you can, it's just very inspiring to just be yeah. there. You see like all these young girls and like everybody, like families and just gay everywhere and not gay, but like super supportive. Um, yep. But then, everyone like is invested in the game and yeah. watching every moment and, and so positive and yeah. just yeah it's really quite uh, an atmosphere mm-hmm. i feel like i know more about soccer now so just by standing next to noe i feel like i could play in the world cup oh yeah that's how much Do you? yeah feel pretty Which, confident there i've been to one day of practice <laughs> and just knowing uh-huh. noe that's really all you need <laughs> Okay. I saw, you God, know. I would fall down before I reach like the halfway point of the field of the pitch. Mm. Like, okay, when you <laughs> run down there and get the ball, I'm like, oh my God, that's so far. There's a lot oh, of my, running, a lot far. of running. Too much Maybe running. Play goalie, play goalie. Yeah. Oh. Maybe. Those I can throw balls flying in at front you. of a ball. Yeah. Those <laughs> look like it hurt. Balls flying at you. Mm-hmm. I don't think Wendy's well. going to be into that. No. <laughs> Something no. tells me not today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know where I want to go. Where do you want to go? Purgatory. She Nerds Out presents live from Purgatory. So, hey, guys, I really tried to, like, not look at the auction today. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. came it, it came out that it was the second auction was coming while I was in the U.K., and I, I had felt pretty lucky that I won the lot that I did in the first auction. So I was mm-hmm. like, 
you know what? Just be happy that you got like this great thing. Um, yeah. And so you got the bullet. What else did you get? Yeah, I got in my one lot came the bullet that did not kill Nicole Hodds. Wow. Um, I got the Homestead Blueprints. Nice. Um, I got the letter from Wyatt Earp to uh, Roberts Fain. Cool. Um, or no, Roberts. No, it was Wyatt's letter to Robert, um, which is really cool and all old timey. And it told about the um, the curse. Uh, what else did I get? I got some like police documents that were from like when the first car that Doc drove, the pink Lincoln, was burned out and everyone thought Doc died in that fire. We got mm. that. And just some like random like BBD like documents. But like that was all in one like paperwork haul. Um, but I couldn't help myself. And I was like, oh, let's just see what they have. And I don't know if you guys had looked at the auction before, but there's this yes. chiming sound that like dings yes. as, oh, as, no. oh. as lots are closing. Right. So it's like, mm -hmm. ding, and then you see like more time is added because if there's a bidding war, like it's two minute increments for each mm. bid keeps. So it's like, it might've closed, but it's still live. And then a new one opens up and it's like, and I just, I got swept up in the dings. Mm -hmm. And as I was looking it was Nedley's, um, Nedley's Police Academy Diploma. Oh, oh, I saw that one. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I don't know. That's kind of cool because I really love like the whole Nedley Nicole storyline. And and then I just hit bid and I was already in there from last time. So they have all my information. And then it was like, you were outbid. And I was like, oh, no, you don't. Oh. And then I clicked again. <laughs> And then, and then I was like, oh shit, did I really want that? And then it was like one minute's left. And I was like, oh, it's okay if somebody outbids me, I'm fine with it. Like, please outbid me. And then I ended up winning. So oh, wow. it's like, I'm not, I, and then I closed it. I was like, this, you can't be trusted. <laughs> you have no business being here this time. Uh, so yeah. So I had, I had to get out of there. Oh, man, so that's the all you got on this are, one? Mm. Yeah, but mm. I did. I was successful in convincing some of my other friends to get things they didn't really need. Um, <laughs> so I felt good about that. I really thought about getting the um, one of Doc's jackets, his flannel, like the flannel jacket shirt mm. type of things that was blue. It was so cool. And I thought, mm, mate, oh, I don't know. But there was a lot like... of Doc's flannels that were like just yeah. really good flannels, like right. this one after another. And they were only like $35 for a while. And I was like, mm. that's what I convinced the other cat. Um, I was like, cat, there's some really good Doc flannels that have your name written <laughs> all over them. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. But oh, man, so cool. Were the prices... So is that, oh, what were the prices? kind of going like were items going for the same amount as the first auction or do you think or was it like oh everybody bought stuff in the first auction they're like oh I don't know how much I can spend this time or you know it was an interesting assortment of things this time because it was a lot of clothes that weren't necessarily worn in episodes but were maybe worn um in photo shoots for photos mm -hmm. that were in episodes mm -hmm. so like a sweater that Nicole wore in an engagement photo that we saw like in a frame in a scene mm -hmm. was auctioned off but like she never really wore that that we saw on the show um and another thing i noticed this time around were a lot of liquor bottles which were pretty cool 
So mm. I would have loved to have had the um, banana liqueur bottle, but it was already like, I want to say like $230 or something. Wow. I was like, mm -hmm. no thanks. Because you have to remember that there's still an additional 20%, whatever you pay, there's an additional 20% added mm -hmm. onto it. Plus it's international shipping from Canada. Oof. So depending wow. like if it's a large item or what have you, um, there's going to be some hidden stuff associated with it. Yeah. There was some stuff in the first one from shorties that I really wanted until I read all of that, that it would have been like a dartboard. I think I was thinking about getting and just the weight of it. And then plus the fees on top. I was like, nah. yeah, I mean, so. but like, that's like, would you have to figure out? It's like people got the couch and people mm -hmm. got like the pussy willow sign was enormous. So it's like, mm -hmm. I can't imagine how much some of that stuff costs. And so are there any more after this one? Was that it? Or do you think they're going to? I don't know. It do says it was the last one, but who knows? Okay. Yeah. So uh, I can't remember for, after the first one, did was it known that there was going to be the second one at some point? Or was this because I don't remember seeing anything about the second one. I knew because I had some like insider information, but uh, okay. I didn't know when. So I was surprised mm -hmm. because I just saw it in my in my Twitter feed when I was in Manchester. Um, but I knew yeah. they had a lot of stuff left. Hmm. Oh, we'll see. We'll see how they do yeah. after this one. I mean, it's just, it's like, it's exciting. It's the way the auction is done. is very enticing with the dinging mm -hmm. and like things closing in front of you. It's really easy to get swept up in it, but it is exciting too. Cause like people are so freaking excited about it, but there was like mm -hmm. another peacemaker. Cause they have, they just have so many multiples of things. And there was another like rubber peacemaker. And that was already at like $2,300. Yikes. Wow. And it's not like there's not like there's already like four out there that people bought mm -hmm. in the last auction, but people don't care. Like they're gonna get the peacemaker. Yeah. Well, that'd well, be pretty sweet though. That's a of, of all the things to get, that's a good one. If mm -hmm. the bulletproof vest would have been in there, I would have really had a hard time because I don't so know. So that's still endless. out there, maybe. Yeah, right? I don't know where it is, yeah. Maybe they have are holding it back for the third one. Who Maybe knows? who knows? Maybe it's in a museum. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. But wow. Well, congrats. Wonder, I'm sure Emily and the cast may they must have kept some things, right? Yeah, or they yeah. held a few things back. I don't know. You never know. Wow. I will. I looked at the site. I wish you could see. They don't show the amounts that the items went for. I was wanting mm -hmm. to see, like, from highest to low, like what went for the most. No, I think it will in the final. It will. Yeah. Because right now it just says bidding closed, but it doesn't show any. I think it like takes a minute when the oh, thing is it? done because okay. I think you can still even look back at the old one and you can uh, go through and see the final okay. tallies for things, if I well, remember I correctly. Look. I want to see what went for the most. <laughs> yeah. Things went for like crazy prices but like like there was um there was some cool lots of jewelry which were like these hang-up bags of assorted like jewelry accessories for like waverly winona and nicole and that was kind of cool because cool those were i mean i don't know what they closed out at but when i was looking at them they were only like like a hundred dollars but like there was a bunch of different jewelry in there hmm. but again it was probably not like jewelry that they wore otherwise mm -hmm. they would have separated that out and Made yeah, a big deal out of it. Wow. So, well, I hope we're gonna put the uh, diploma. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm gonna put some of the stuff I already. <laughs> I did take <laughs> um, 
I did take the blueprints and the letter and the files to Manchester with me. And oh. they had um, like another pop-up ERP museum at this convention. Mm -hmm. They did that at the one in um, Buffalo people brought their stuff and then it was open for like two hours and people just I mean there was a line going out the door for people to come in and look at everybody's auction stuff so that cool. was kind of cool nice so you put it on loan to the museum yeah I, well I stayed with my items and um, <laughs> I lost my voice because oh, no. I have the blueprints mm -hmm. and everybody kept asking me where the second floor was I and I just very passionately debated and showed them that the blueprints that I have from the 1800s specifically say that the roof is strong enough to support an addition of a second floor. <laughs> oh, interesting. So I'm How like, detailed. look, hmm. they okay. had planned on putting, they were like, look, you can add a second floor at some point in time. Mm -hmm. So I literally like, had to drink tea and honey at the end of that because <laughs> wow. I had talked about it so much. When I see all these props coming out and how detailed they all are, it just blows my mind. Like to be that person that gets to make all that stuff and make yeah. the 1800s map of shorties that has that little detail on it, you know? So yeah. cool. It must be a really fun job. And print out Ned Lee's diploma from the police academy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well. All right. Well, let's jump to the sack, y'all. Ooh, we got a mail sack. Got a mail sack. I'm going to go ahead and go first. I got one from Hildy. Hildy did not give us a subject, so it's very mysterious. Mm. Hildy says, I'm so sorry to hear about your lost cat. Lots of love your way. And I have also been watching The Lost Flowers of Alice Hart. It's a heavy, full of symbolism watch, but good. And the woman playing Alice is Lexa from The 100. Maybe some of your listeners have seen uh, seen her on that show, <laughs> Winky Face, because, you know, that was a pretty popular one. <laughs> um, the Last Stop is such a good book by Casey McQuiston, the author behind Red, White, and Royal Blue. I love it. So that's that's the um, time travel mm -hmm. subway lesbian one, right? Yep. Okay, cool. I think I'm going to have to get that one. All right. Uh, Hildy continues. Make a movie. She also has a book called I Kissed Sarah Wheeler. It's a fun rom-com rom read. Interesting. Okay. We have, I still think we need to do a snot book club. This is me talking, Tara. Uh, that's, you know, it's a lot to read a book, isn't it? Oh, boy. Okay. I've started have... reading. Oh. So perhaps we can start a book club. What are you I... reading? Dare I ask? It's it's very intellectual. It's called The Courtship of Han and Leia. I, that may oh. not be what it's called, but it's <laughs> whatever the, the, lay, lay, the book that came out a couple of years ago about okay. Han and Leia tying the knot. Nice. Kat and I were going right. to read it and have a book club and- Neither one of us did. <laughs> well, Hildy continues, we have been watching Only Murders in the Building, season three, and it's very good. I really think you should watch the first two seasons, Wendy. It's an excellent show and would not miss out on the main cast getting to know each other and the awesome dynamic they build in the first season. Keep on nerding. I'll be listening. Love, Hildy. Hildy, once again, has sent some very offensive pictures <laughs> of the wilderness um, that is her backyard, and it's, it's a beautiful lake um and some uh mountains a rainbow lots of green so this is obviously not in the winter time uh hildy at the bottom says we went rowing on the same lake i walked on some months ago mm. that was all frozen over from the other beautiful pictures snow covered mm -hmm. like she said so it's just wonderful there's a little dinghy boat that you can i guess 
go out there if you'd like. And it looks beautiful. So thank you, you Hildy. There could be a Loch Ness monster in there. I think there could absolutely, the Nessie could have escaped. Maybe there's like a tunnel, you know, that goes out to sea. And uh, yeah, I believe it. Wendy, you haven't watched Murders in the Building yet? No. Have you, Tara? Yeah, I've seen the first two seasons in the first couple episodes uh, of season three. I haven't started season three yet because I'm waiting for my wife, but it's good. It's funny. Especially because of the like podcasting angle, like that right. cracks me up. Yeah, yeah, that that it is pretty funny. Um, because so much it's so, uh, true and familiar. Yeah, it's <laughs> relatable. It's like, Very relatable. Save us for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, apparently I need to uh, at least season three because my girl Meryl's in it. But mm-hmm. football season's almost here. My my actual fictional TV time watching is going to get cut a little shorter because yeah. I watch all the football ball. It makes me mm-hmm. happy. But uh, I am watching a show right now that we'll get to later in the pod. Um, but I have a piece of mail from Beck. Ooh. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you ready, both of you? Mm-hmm. Ready. Beck says, again, no subject. Everyone's being very secretive. Uh, hey, nerds. Hey, hey Beck. Hurricane definitely sounds like a B-grade disaster movie that I would 100% watch and 100% love. Those kind of movies are my jam. Anything that involves natural disasters or some kind of modified animal is my <laughs> chef's kiss, in my opinion. Is chef's kiss, in my opinion. A modified animal? Oh, I guess like Sharknado. That kind ah, of thing. Got it. Um, how'd you like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 there, Beck? <laughs> oh, um, I don't think those kind of modified <laughs> yeah, did animals. Did you like those modified animals? <laughs> um, That's dark. Look, if sci-fi doesn't have a movie called Hurricane coming out in the next, set in LA, set in the next years well i guess they can't Mm -hmm. start it for a while but i I fully expect to see that and i'll be disappointed if we don't uh beck says i just want to make it clear that i was not looking for permission slash advice when it came to steven he had long (laughs) been blocked before you guys read that email i can see now how i can now see how little i mean to you guys not you cat you're top of the pile you can look down smugly at the blondes and Anne. (laughs) the blondes and Anne. what you guys were Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you guys were so quick to tell me just to get scammed or murdered by a strange guy on the internet. I thought we really had something here, guys, but I guess I was wrong. I've been in a toxic relationship before, and I know the signs now. And encouraging being murdered is definitely a red flag. I mean, back. We just wanted you to not miss an opportunity, but yeah, of a lifetime. Or Stephen, Stephen taking care, pampering you. Didn't say anything about wanting to murder you. Yeah, he just wants to get to know you. Don't read into things, Beck. You're being paranoid. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Uh, Toilet update. I walked in after lunch the other day to discover the seat was down. I'd done mm. it. I'd broken these men. Then I found out the cleaner had literally just finished in there. And she was actually the one to put it down. Oh. The fight continues. Love you guys, Beck. I'm glad you still love us, Beck, because we did try yeah. to steer you towards a potentially shady character. <laughs> potentially. But I'm glad you used your own judgment and didn't listen to our judgment. We don't. We don't always get it right, Beck. No. Um, it's just wishful thinking, you know. We just want you to be happy and I mean give love a chance. We give love a chance. We like to think that the world is full of kind souls. And mm-hmm. maybe Stephen is one of them. Yeah. We don't want to be know. jaded when it comes That's to fine. love. Yeah, yeah. 
We're not I guess skeptics. I mean, we found him on the Instagram. Maybe one of us could reach out if we really feel like he's yeah. to... <laughs> You know what, Beck? I'm know. gonna shoot my shot with Steven. So <laughs> yeah, if you don't take him, Tara might. More for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any risk of anyone stealing. This will be Steven my last podcast. You. Um <laughs> Uh, well, I have a email from Mish. It starts out. Oh, let's see. Is there a subject? There's a subject here. Yep. Nerd swirls is the perfect name for my tattoo. Thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nerd swirls. My condolences to Kat on the loss of her mother. She must have been a grand lady indeed to have gifted us with such a fine captain. And no. thanks to Anne for wrangling Wendy and Tara in her <laughs> in her stead. Because Rude. clearly, if they were left to their own devices, none of us would have any idea what was going on. Particularly, particularly not those of us whose bolstered confidence at identifying people by their voice has just been exposed as folly <laughs> by spe- by in spectacular fashion. Mish, oh, you're no. just as bad as AK with these fancy worded emails. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> just a few quick things. Uh, thing the first, I also saw the tweet you were talking about last week about how strange new worlds giving Captain Battelle a first name meant that she was about to die. I have to assume, I first sidebar, I am so bad at reading out loud. <laughs> I have to assume this was just referencing that oh so wonderful trope of reoccurring female characters finally being given a bit of depth simply so their upcoming fridging would have more emotional impact for the audience <laughs> rather than it being any trend in Star <laughs> Trek about their captains being offed when we learned their name. Mm-hmm. I certainly don't remember any such trend in my countless rewatches of TNG and Voyager. I guess I should rewatch them just to confirm. What a shame. Sorry, you're gonna have to go through. I that. like that fridging line. I'm gonna use that. <laughs> we I know we're at a, the hospital, so I'm gonna you know start it's saying. a phrase, right? fridging of women what does uh, that mean it it means it's basically quote women in refrigerators it was coined i guess on i'm reading now um it, it basically refers to women who are like uh, injured raped well injured raped killed or depowered hey. an event colloquial known colloquially known as fridging to stimulate productive traits and like a man like the man's mm-hmm. motivated to do this because his woman was abused or murdered. tortured or yeah. killed or whatever so they fridge the woman for to give the man like motivation uh, it's, apparently it's a thing Ugh. to the point where it has its own name steven would um, never <laughs> steven. <laughs> steven's a feminist <laughs> thing the second amazon's excuse for canceling a league of their own because of the strikes saying that production would be so delayed the audience wouldn't care anymore or whatever is double bullshit because they literally just released Good Omens season two after the same four-year delay they're whining about. We all know why they canceled it. It was too tempting of a twofer getting a screw over, getting to screw over queer fans again while also making an example to the striking writers and actors. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you're gone for too long. We're going to take your show away. Right. Knife emoji, knife emoji, Mm. knife emoji, knife Mm -hmm. emoji, knife emoji. The appropriate number of knife emojis. Yeah, I wanted to make sure I got my emojis in this time. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, thing the third, since you were wondering, I follow a few writers on Twitter who are current or former members of the WGA board, and they've all been clear that they don't want people to cancel their streaming subscriptions yet. Uh, and then they go on to reference David Slack uh, and John Rogers are great follows for strike related content if you're looking and in general. The logic is something along the lines of if the companies start losing subscribers right now, then they'll just be like, look, we're losing money. We can't possibly pay you. I think there was also something about cancellations affecting the meager residuals that folks do get for the shows, which still pay them out. But I've forgotten the specifics. At any rate, they said they'd let us know if or when it comes to cancel, if or when it comes to calling for boycotts. Oh, okay. Good to know. Okay. By the way, uh, I would like to point out that David Slack was a producer writer on uh, Person of Interest, I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. So I trust him. His Twitter is at Slack number two, the future. In, in okay. case you're wondering. Uh, so watch all the shows guilt-free and meanwhile, enjoy the AMPTP continuing to step in every rake. Oops, I lost <laughs> my email. In every rake, they've been left laying around their yachts for some stupid <laughs> reason. It's become my personal favorite new show of the summer. Thing the fourth. Later, Gators. <laughs> Later, Gators. Later, Gators. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I think things they say like that, like, oh, we're can't. It's all. It's because of the strike. It's because they're gonna. Mm -hmm. They're gonna use the strike as, as an excuse to do a lot of things, and then they'll probably blame the writers and the actors for causing the strike instead of their own greed. So just shut up. Just shut up. Make it get it make it happen. Stop mm -hmm. being jerks. A M P T A T P A M P P T or whatever your name is. Elemental <laughs> P Q R S. You know who's not a jerk? Oh. AK. And I have an email from them. Oh. I'm gonna read it. AK is definitely not a jerk. Definitely Subject. not a jerk. Knights of Snapola. My lieges, so sorry to hear the Catton's hard news. I imagine I speak for all your loyal subjects who don't yet write in when I say we're all thinking of you and sending love, Cat. And thank you, Anne, for stepping into those shoes with just the exact amount, right amount of funny and not a whisker more. That was a valiant first attempt at reading an email from me, saluting. Uh, Catine. <laughs> and I love your reading of the emojis. Is that like Squinty a face emoji? Side. Crying emoji, squinty face emoji, side crying laughing emoji, crying laughing emoji, right side up. Super excited to hear Beck has found such a perfect match. Do you see Beck? Here's AK agreeing with us. Uh, <laughs> AK says, Steven sounds just wow, but the gay panic teacher sounds pretty perfect. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. That teacher sounds wonderful for you, Beck. So we, uh, with it whoever sounds you like choose, you have options. You Beck. Yeah. You have options. Yeah. Uh, okay, AK continues. Delighted to hear we have an official fictioneer now in the form of Sir Mish. Silent Cavill Warhammer. Smiley face emoji, squinty smiley face emoji, <laughs> sideways laughing crying emoji, and right side up laughing crying emoji. The, the best is Tara's face when Tara <laughs> reads the emojis because Tara tries to make her face look like the emoji. It's <laughs> helpful to me. Any chance we could get a peek at that ink, Mish? Sounds hardcore nerd, and I love it. Everyone wants to punch, punch Eddie for the first half of Deadlock. Played to perfection. Smiley face emoji. And that's true. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Welcome, Sir Amanda of er, Pondering Face emoji. Where? To the ranks and to the table. Your choice of weapon is most excellent. And they use to call those bopper stick things poogle sticks. 
Oh, yeah. The ones they used on gladiators over here. Hmm. Always wanted to try them. Shoulder shrug emoji. (laughs) I salute your bold choice. What a curious ragtag army we make. Smiley face emoji. I loved Wendy's summing up of the bits you've missed. Hilarious. A trilogy of warrior nun motion universe motion pictures hmm i guess it could be animated and it could be different characters could be anything but it's something and something is more than nothing so it's a win whatever happens fans to the rescue major bummer about a league of their own no i really enjoyed that show man i'm knackered absolute kicker of a week sir max is being a most heroic knight though small but mighty cheers queers sir ak no emojis at the end there so I, I don't think know you how should to feel. read all of AK's emails now <laughs> just to do the emojis. Wendy, uh, I I don't know which one of you does like like the, the photoshoppy stuff. At but <laughs> one of you needs to go through and find all of Tara's emojis <laughs> when you did shoulder shrug emoji and then you did winky face emoji. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> And then put the emoji next to the screenshot <laughs> of Tara's. I think that sounds like a fine idea. And I will have to go back now and find mm. all those. It's like, a charades, like a charades game where you just, and then we have to guess the emoji. Right. Okay, more emojis, more emojis. I want this one. Yeah. Uh, Kat, oh, I know that one. Yeah, uh, that was a great one. Kat did ask us to thank everyone for reaching out. Um, She's been receiving a lot of support and really nice emails and messages. And she just wanted everyone to know that she's seen them and she really appreciates it. Yeah, we're still thinking about her. And I know it's there's there's so much that that, uh, you know, you have to take care of. You have to go through emotionally. And so Mm -hmm. it takes a while. It takes a while to Mm kind of get your life back on some sort of halfway never the same but normalish track mm-hmm. i guess so we're there Love take the as much time as you need mm-hmm. all right ready for well, some nerd news nerd news nerd news i repeat we have breaking nerd news is our new news our show we're watching yes we have a new show we're glad to announce um that we're watching and i was very excited for this one it is ahsoka uh, Star new Star Wars show on Disney Plus that started last Tuesday and dropped two episodes for us to watch. Um, so we got, and they are long, so it's not like these piddly little uh, Secret Invasion episodes that are like 26 minutes uh, total here. We got like a full solid like 50 plus minutes here of each I think the episode. first was 40 so was... something. I think the second was a little shorter. Like, okay, well, call me a liar still. then, Wendy. <laughs> liar, You're a liar, Tara. Call me right, liar, right to my face. So, <laughs> okay, I guess they're well, 40 plus. I mean, they're still longer than Secret Invasion. but You, you can know. guess people's ages, hour. but okay. not how long the show is, apparently. <laughs> Offended emoji. Well, I looked at the time <laughs> because when I watched, I'm like, how long is this one? I, I, I paid attention. Did you watch any, Anne? You said I, I did. I watched Both the first one, one and then I sort of watched the second one, but okay. I got distracted because I was doing other things. But I for sure sat through the first one. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you paid attention to one, but watched both. I mm-hmm. did, but I don't I don't know the world so great. Like, I've seen a lot of him, but I don't, like, was she? Okay. I always thought it was Ashoka, but it's just Ahsoka. <laughs> 
Ahsoka. 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 Yeah, there's an H in there just before the S. Okay. Um, was she, was she only in the animated one before? Till now, yes. Okay. Until like Mandalorian came yeah. out. Well, that was her that, first yes. live action, and then she was in a couple of those, and then one of Boba Fett, I think. So those, yeah, yeah. Just so recently. she she started in Clone Wars as like a young Padawan to Anakin Skywalker. And then she was in Rebels, and then yeah, she showed up in two episodes. Well, yeah, one Mandalorian and one Boba Fett. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I are you getting gay vibes? I'm getting some big gay vibes from this. <laughs> yeah, show. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, me too. And I looked, and it says that she, uh, you know she's. I don't know if it's like a full just out there thing, but bisexual. Um, and that it's a it's Where like a canon thing. I looked, I looked it up because I got the same thing. I was, I searched Ahsoka gay and I got all these things that she's bisexual. Really? It's just like a known thing. In the, in the show or in? Like her character. Okay. Like, I don't think, I don't know if they're going to do anything about it here, but because her and, um, oh my God. The captain, the uh, green one? Yes. Yes. Big Sub energy. Major. Like their oh, first yeah. meeting, I was like, wait, is this, am What's I this just history? projecting? I feel some tension here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. And even uh, with Sabine. A little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Mm-hmm. But definitely with, uh, I wish I could remember all the character names. I with probably should look that information mm-hmm. up. Well, yes. I've been. Uh, like I said, very immersed in Ahsoka world for the last couple of days. So the the <laughs> captain is Hera Syndulla. Uh, Sabine Wren is the like shorter, well, eventually shorter haired. Uh, right. The other one who's like Mandalorian, um, who's a little, little, has sort of a strained relationship with Ahsoka. Um, but they were all from the show Rebels, which if you now I've watched, I am now to season two of Rebels. I just start like three episodes in. Um, I'm gonna keep watching it because, frankly, it's really good. And I know Is the that characters... one animated. Yes, okay. uh, it came after the Clone Wars. So the uh, Rebels is basically after for of the films after uh, Revenge of the Sith, whereas Ahsoka is now after Return of the Jedi. So, yeah. So, um, I totally lost my train of thought. Um. But anyway, so Rebels, it's Dave Filoni. Look, I'm a Star Wars fan since birth, except for it wasn't out yet. I just didn't know it. So I thought I, you know, you know a lot about Star Wars. But then there's all these, the video games. There's the animated series. There's so many other, the comics, the books. And there's so, Dave Filoni, I feel like, knows more than anyone about Star Wars. Because he's been a lover of the, the the films, of the world. He's created his own world. He did Clone Wars. He did Rebels. He created Ahsoka. That's his baby. And he's doing this show. And he is pulling things from Rebels, like Easter eggs, recreating shots, using the characters for, there's characters that I think are going to show up maybe from video games, things from games, things from Clone Wars, things from uh, apparently Hera was introduced in Clone Wars and then show back up in Rebels. So it's like, he's kind of taking elements from all these Star Wars worlds that he's been a part of and putting into this. So when and you say also that Mando. when, when you say that you've been a fan of this, like forever and you've watched all the things and you talk about these Easter eggs, are you, 
are you catching them or you oh, just no. know they're out there? So you're not, not at all. like I've I've heard of some of the things I've read. So I've not I've not watched all of Rebels. I've not played all the games. I've not read. I mean, most of the books were uncanonized by by Disney or Lucasfilm or whoever when they uh, started doing the prequels or the sequels because they didn't want to be tied down to anything the books did. But like mm. Grand Admiral Thrawn, Thrawn were in, he was in a character in some of the first books, the Star Wars novels that came out. Is he the heir to the Empire. bearded guy? No, he's a very guy you've not that met guy. yet. Okay, yeah. The, um, the bearded man is very handsome. What's his name? The He's like a former Jedi, now he's bad. Uh, oh, the Balin? Balin, yes, he's, he's cool. He's my favorite ray stevenson who sadly has passed mm -hmm. uh yeah balen to me is very handsome and he's most to the command most commanding presence on the show to me so far i really really like him um so i i had ha not having watched all of rebels or clone wars there are things i definitely am not catching but there are things all through this like the witches of dathomir which is what the the prisoner that's busted out of rebel you know the rebels have her and then Balin and his sidekick go rescue her at the very beginning of the show. Um, she she's a witch of Dathomir, which was introduced. I don't even know at this point where that was introduced. It's one of those things I've heard about. I've seen it in the video games. Uh, Morgan Elsbeth, who was also in Ahsoka's episode of The Mandalorian, which I rewatched part of today. Because um, if you haven't seen that in a while, uh, Ahsoka is facing off with Morgan because as in this series, her goal is she wants to find Grand Admiral Thrawn, which is connected to a character um, from Rebels named Ezra, who, okay, spoiler, if you haven't watched Rebels, I mean, I know this, I'm watching Rebels now, but he goes missing at the same time as Thrawn is, they're both believed dead, but they're kind of missing that they don't know. So this whole thing, the dark side and the light side are both looking for Thrawn because the dark side wants to bring Thrawn back because he's this great dark side. I don't even, he's not even for, he's like smart. From what I've heard, he's not like force, you know, Sith or anything. He's just very calculating, very good dark side leader. And then Ahsoka and that team wants to find him because they think that's where Ezra is. And if Thrawn's still alive, then maybe Ezra's still alive. So that's... That's it in a nutshell. But there's so many, like there's a scene where Balin, when they're on the, the they find the map and it, it it's cool and it's like expands around like in a dome and then they're trying to see where to go to find Thrawn and then they leave, the other people leave and Balin just kind of looks up at the sky and I'm like, why is he looking at the sky? I don't know. And someone pointed out there's this thing called a purgle or maybe it's a purgle, I don't know. It's like this whale looking force sensitive creature that swims up in the clouds in the sky, but it's very subtle. And you don't see it unless you know look for it like random little things like that so oh. tara you uh i want to say it was last episode you mentioned that you don't like animation <laughs> uh, <laughs> well i really don't like puppets but i um i don't watch a lot of animation i'm not gonna be like uh, it's the worst thing okay um more of like puppet puppet shows okay, okay? so that being yeah. said have you watched rebels and what's the other one no okay. clone wars for clone that wars. reason i've just nothing really appeals to it but you know once i if i can get into an animated show that's that's really good like i really love bojack horseman if i can get into 
uh, you know, I think I'm going to give it a try because watching this made me want to go back and, and give it a try. It's just hard for me to feel as connected to those characters or really be as excited about it. And Wendy, do you think that if somebody hadn't watched those two animes that we would not animes, <laughs> that's the wrong anime is totally different mm -hmm, from animation. Mm -hmm. um, would you be lost in the story? Like, do you do you think that people need to see that to understand what's going on here? I feel like it helps. I mean, you might still enjoy it, but I, I don't see how. And I've heard people say, well, you can enjoy it without knowing the characters or the backstory, but it just adds more if you've seen it. I mean, they, they've they leaned so heavily on that backstory, I feel like, when, in regard to Thrawn and the Witches of Dathomir. And by the way, this the main Morgan Witch of Dathomir that you see, she was also in, uh, you know, Mando. So they've, they've kind of mm -hmm. introduced them here and there. Um, yeah. But as a person... Myself, I did not see either of those shows and went into it. Um, but you still enjoyed it. I right? think I still enjoyed it. I loved it. And I got, I mean, now I'm not that familiar with Thrawn and how that's all, and the, and the witches, how that's all going to come together. But I didn't know anything about Mandalorian or any of that stuff when that first started either. So it's kind of, I think they did enough to kind of put it out there. Um, it, easy enough for a person like me who's pretty much clueless uh, about it to enjoy it. I will say with Rebels, because cool. I'm going to keep, like, now I'm hardcore. Like, I want to bust through this before this Ahsoka, all the episodes come out, because we've got six more. Um, because I, I've, it's been really good. I've been, like, wanting to watch the next one, especially from what I've heard, too. Like, the first season, it's a little like, okay, they find this goofy kid. He starts tagging along with this little ragtag group of sort of rebels that are out doing things, and, and... And it's kind of lighter, but then I, I was listening to people talk about it today saying that like, it gets pretty dark. I mean, you have, and then like, they're like, I can't believe they kind of went like more adult with the cartoon or animated series, not cartoon, but um, that it, it definitely gets really pretty deep as far as mm -hmm. like what happens once, you know, you're, and then, and it incorporates Star Wars music, which is cool in sort of remixed ways, which I really like, like you'll hear you know, themes used for like the Battle of Hoth, but it's with this other battle that's slightly changed up and mixed around a little bit, which is cool. And you're like, Lando shows up. I mean, Darth is there. So you see a lot of familiar faces. Um, I, I, a guy at work said it was his favorite Star Wars thing that's ever been done. So, wow. I mean, from what I've heard from people who've watched it, it's fantastic well, and they love it. Yeah. People so, on Twitter were loving it after they're like, yeah. finally, Star Wars is back. And they were saying just how great it of a you know a continuation of the rebel story it was and how faithful they were they even used you know some of the same like essentially the same artwork that was in the show yeah. and a lot of the same shots set up yep. the same way um my personal favorite part of um those first two episodes were the loth cat um i was gonna say what the are those facts, things called they're so yeah the loth cat that is the pet of what was her name so sabine uh, sabine and they apparently had used in one of the other was it a movie uh, or another show they they had there's a brief appearance of a lothcat but it is cgi this one they learned their lesson they went back to now i know i just said i hate puppets but <laughs> i love them in star wars because they go the extra mile to make a physical um presence for the, you know it's not doesn't look fake um it is an actual physical thing there that the actors are acting with and it exists. So it's like Grogu. So from the same people that made baby Yoda, Grogu, 
um, the animatronic. It is an animatronic loth cat. So it exists. It's adorable. Did you know? I want to act with a loth cat. So. Oh, well, when I go to Disney in October, I, I want to get a loth cat now because they've been there. They've I've seen them for sale at Disney and I've thought, oh, I kind of want to get one. But I never did because, you know, they're a little expensive and blah, blah, blah. But and yeah. I didn't really understand the character. I hadn't seen it in action. Um, but did you know that the Lothcat is part of the overall species name is the Tuka, and it was named after one of uh, Dave Filoni's cats who had passed away named Took. So that's uh-huh. why he put Lothcats or Tukas into Star Wars. It was like a tribute to his kitty. Now, Tara, so. can you check that website and just see does the Lothcat die? Is there a does yeah. the Lothcat <laughs> die was... website? There so was far, not a no. Check, uh, but I'm worried overall. I and I don't know if she brought the loth cat at the end. Where who's babysitting the loth cat while she's gone? There I'm, was I'm a great amount of concern about that on Twitter. Did she get a pet mm-hmm. sitter? Did she take it with her? Oh, I'm sure it's at like kitty loth cat daycare. Boarding, maybe boarding. And sometimes um, cats are like where you can just like fill up the bowl of like really heaping if you're just going to be gone a like a day. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think she's I gonna think be gone gonna be a longer. while. She uh, wants to live at the palace, you know. Maybe, she, maybe she dropped her off over there. I have a question. Also, yeah. there was there a C three PO in that, and he was a there different are color of the protocol droid. Mm-hmm. They're protocol mm-hmm. droids, I guess. Okay. I don't know, but that's the same kind of droid, but they are different colors. Which okay, is cool. but it, so it's not C three. But it's not V. Yeah. No. No. Okay. No. Although I wouldn't surprise. I mean, C. 3PO's around forever so you never know if C3PO could show up yeah I just and they'll make a point they'll make it known that it's C3PO C3PO shows up mm-hmm. it'll be um, obvious I call those ones the smarty pants droids because they're all always walking around doing something smart smarty pants saying droids. something smart well um, I like it when they mm-hmm. were in Karelia trying to get information from that guy who's not being honest and the droid's like oh I saw one of those droids just the other day <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're very honest droids I guess uh mm-hmm. Also, I'm curious if you think of this, Tara, but like there are times when the way it, it like it, my eyes are freaking out because it seems like it's animated. Sometimes like the, I don't mm-hmm. know what it's called, the film or whatever, like it looks like the yeah. scene is like partially animated. I thought that I'm, too. I'm like, yeah, are my eyes broken? Like I, it's mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, probably purposeful, but I'm like, what is happening here? Yeah, I there don't know, were Wendy, shots were there too. Any... Well, yeah, because yeah, I've having just watched as much of Rebels as I have, there were definitely shots because most a lot of Rebels takes place on Lethal, which is where Sabine was living and up in this transmission tower that Ezra lived in, and now she's living there. So there were shots on Lethal. There were shots when she gets her Mandalorian helmet back out at the end. That to me, like it, and I don't know if it's just. The lighting, the coloring, the way it was shot, it looks, it does look a little animated. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe they're just trying to make it look, it's almost like they're trying to do a sort of live action Rebels, you know, mm-hmm. and some of the looks, the coloring, um, just the way it's back. presented. So, yeah, because yeah, I mean, this whole show, I mean, he's, he's responsible for that. And this is sort of like his Rebels extension um, mm-hmm. with the characters and the story. And the look, I guess, to an extent. And it does have sort of a, a lighter, brighter, cartoonish looking, you know, it's not Andor, you know, yeah, it's got it's a different look graphic, to it. Like graphic novel. Yeah. Like, and I think that's right. got to be, 
because look, there are as much as I do like it and I like the characters and I'm I'm really curious because I watched it twice now. I wanted to watch it again to see what I thought on a second viewing because I was very tired the first time I watched it. There are still scenes where I think, and I saw other people on Twitter criticizing the editing or the direction or the, the just there were scenes and I still look back and I'm like, no, that's just, it feels wrong. It feels like, look, mm. I've never edited a real TV show, but I have, and Tara, there are scenes that I've watched where you and I, I know would be like, wait, that's too long. We got to cut that. Why are we mm -hmm. leaving shots so long? And most of it's like dialogue scenes. And just the weird way, like, why is it holding on this? Why aren't we seeing this? Like, this is a big moment where Sabine's like, I'm ready. And it's like, it's this wide thing. It's like, this is a big moment where she's like, I'm ready. Or just a scene where Ahsoka's talking and she's gesturing. And it's like this weird wide shot that nothing is. Ha it's It just feels off enough that literally people on Twitter was like, the editing is crappy. Like, there's weird editing. Or is it the direction? And so to the point where, like, I looked on IMDb. Uh, you know, the director's Dave Filoni. He's done a ton of Mandalorian, but whatever, he's all directed. And it's been great. You know, I this is the first show that I thought, thought just parts of it felt off, felt weird. And I looked at the editors. They've done a ton of things. They've done episodes of Mandalorian. One had done Mr. Robot episodes. One of them um, edited Up in the Air, that movie with George Clooney back in the day. These are like people who know what they're doing. So I'm like, what is it? Do they not? I mean, as Taryn too, you and I know putting things together, like maybe there's a time you want to be able to cut away to something else or you want to do something different. You mm -hmm. just, but you I, didn't, I, you didn't get the coverage. Right. But <laughs> yeah. it's hard to believe on a show like this that right. they wouldn't or that they couldn't get it if they mm -hmm. thought it needs it. So it's like, is this like a choice? Some of these, the way they lingered on like long drawn out pauses. I don't know. You think it's almost like a choice of the pacing that will come back later? I don't know. Cause I mean, even just things like, you know, like having a moment where they're thinking and then they're thinking again, or it's just like taking its sweet time with stuff or like, like you stay on this person's face, even though this, and which again, it, it's not like you have to cut to the person talking. It's, it's, there's way, but it just, when you're watching it and you're noticing like this feels wrong, like it feels off and it feels like, and people commented about the acting and I don't even think it's the acting. It's like, you're just, you can make or break sometimes the way people are acting by how you edit it. If you leave them on there too long and they're just like, okay, well, I made this expression because the camera, you know, but you didn't have to let the shot go that far. Or I don't know. It's just, there were just some scenes in there that I thought it felt very awkwardly edited. And just you look at the people involved and I think, well, maybe there, it needed sound. Maybe the sound was weird. It was, there was no sound. So it just was this awkward silence and these gaps. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, the sound guy did Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Like these, these are professional people who've done this for various shows for a long time. And it's just, so I don't know. I don't know if it was some kind of choices they were making. But and this is funny that you're mentioning that because as I was just looking up Ahsoka stuff, I saw a couple articles that really liked the pasting. And then I I had to go back to this when I was looking at that. Uh, the title is Ahsoka Knows What Star Wars Fans Really Want. Dramatic pauses. Oh, really? <laughs> like, they specifically <laughs> noted that they enjoyed this dra dramatic pauses and that maybe that was something that people had also been saying that other things felt too rushed, like it didn't have time to like have it. Oh. But I do understand those like wide shots. They're not really going close Some up on those more... moments that are more meaningful. I'm, I'm not against pauses, you know, because I, again, I went back and watched the Mandalorian episode where Ahsoka showed up 
And it was the same. There were some like because her character now I I don't think she was like this the whole time, like in Rebels or even definitely not Clone Wars when she was younger. But Rosario Dawson does have a very calm like for a lot of the delivery, mm-hmm. a calm, relaxed tone, you know, not the whole time, but there's a lot of in the conversation where it's very low key. Um, and there was it was that way in Mandalorian. And then some of the scenes with Grogu, there were some pauses. It was a little slower, but that was that was part of like that was a break from your normal Mandalorian, and it worked, and it was fine. Like there was, I feel like even if there were pauses, it made sense that you're mm-hmm. pausing a moment here or there, which I think you can have that. It's just when you're noticing it, if you notice the editing, something's off. If you're yeah. looking at that saying. You know, and like people talk and some people refer to this as like kind of a slow start, but then it's going to ramp up. It's like they said that about Andor, but I feel like they're mm-hmm. slow in that there's no big action yet or they're just talking. Or, but the but the actual feel of the episode isn't like it's certain scenes just kind of drag because they're edited weird. And this mm-hmm. one, I I hadn't had that rea- like feeling watching a Star Wars show till this one where I was like, it's just odd choices or odd pauses where I don't. It just didn't it didn't feel right. But I don't know. I'm not the editor. I mean, it's not and they can't even blame the editor. You know, someone else has the final say on this. And you're so still someone watch else it. made the choice for some of these shots. But right. Right. Well, and I'm still going to totally watch it. And there was a lot I really, really liked and the action sequences I liked. And the, I love seeing even from my brief time in Rebels, seeing Chopper, the droid with the little arms in his head. <laughs> um, yeah, fun. all the little Easter eggs that I'm going to have fun looking at watching Rebels and catching some of these things people have already pointed out. Yeah. Um, and I'm just looking up some of the stuff about the Ahsoka bisexual thing. And I'm reading this on Reddit here about some fanboy that was complaining that they for a few years ago that they better not make Ahsoka gay in the live action and, you know. Oh, don't they better make her screw gay. with our prequels. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> then there's several responses that says that say um, here's one that says. Um, from the reliable source Yuri Succubus 69, who said Lucasfilm has has confirmed Ahsoka has always been bisexual, which is why in the oh. Clone Wars they included hints about her being bisexual in the scenes of Ahsoka and Barris Afi, Luminara's Padawan. Thus, it was not a change to her character. It was always there. You just need to pay close enough attention to see it, but Ahsoka Tano's bisexuality was always there. And there's a reply from Sentative Ice 9967 that says, guys, back off Ahsoka. She's always been bi. How could you not see it if you homophobes or if you are homophobes, who freaking cares what happens in the show? Uh, but just says she has always, uh, she, it has been in her story thus far. So there are multiple people here that, you know, have said it was, okay. has been part of the story. So I'm just Can saying. Can you also that- Google if she gets it on with that captain later? I'm going to say no. I'm, I don't feel like I'm going to feel like, you know, queer baited or whatever, after, you know, uh, if she doesn't. But I'm just saying there was definitely I'm rooting for a it. certain vibe there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even if I just love my roommate, we were watching. I was like, I love. Um, OK, what was her name again? The captain. Uh, uh, Hera Sindula. Hera. What a cool name, mm-hmm. first of all. So she's green. She's oh, and she's played by um, the girl who played the Huntress and um, the Harley Quinn movie, and also the uh, wife Birds of, Prey. Uh, Birds of Prey, wife of Ewan McGregor. Yeah, yes. Um, so some Star Wars connections there. Um, but anyway, I was like, I love her. Um, she's got you know the they're not really tentacles. What a, what a, her no, head kind of hair tentacles. thing? I don't kind know of tentacles. But anyway, she has like a cool Amelia Earhart like hat on that goes over them with like the twilight. little like she's flight, a flight goggles 
but my roommate was like it looks like they just have kind of like shorts on her head like uh that go around <laughs> when, when we were so little like, like right. we would put um tights yes. on our head to make it look like we had long hair it's like yeah it's but like i she's loved just it wearing tights <laughs> She was like a cool alien Amelia Earhart. She was, I dug uh-huh. it. She was She's hot. hot. Yeah, I, I've totally, totally wanted to. Her and Ahsoka would be awesome. Love yeah. that. Yeah, love I'm that for, them. for it. I'm here for it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now we have our it? first no, ship that but, we're watching. You know, I hope that that uh, well, Hera sticks around, right? She was in Rebels. Right? Yeah, Hera. Okay. Hera's been around for since uh, you know, and I haven't finished all of. Clone Wars either, but apparently she shows up there. Yeah, Hera's been around for a while. I did not Good. realize she'd been around uh, so long. I liked her. I hope we yeah, I did see too. more of her. I don't know how you mm-hmm. remember Zoka's all sake, these too. names. I it's called Google. It's called Google. <laughs> Whenever I your Tara's like, what's her name again? I just go to my just little IMDb tab. I'm like, you oh yeah, Hera, like which I know, but remembering you're very fast with Google. <laughs> not, I'll maybe remember Hera because of sh- her hair. Her thing is like Hera. 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 Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll remember that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let us like know if goggles. you're watching Ahsoka and what you think. Uh do you mm-hmm. do you see it? Do you feel like there's some lady loving happening? Or potential is for there lady fanfic? loving? Are you going to write some? Yeah. Please yeah, write some. Hera Ahsoka. What's their ship name? Ahsoka. 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 Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. By the way, I will Same. say I liked Sabine when she cut her hair. I liked her hair better short, which her her hair was short in Rebels. So I think the long hair may have been like to show time. It had been a little bit. Yeah. About the hair. Now in this world, do you think they dye it, or do you think that their hair is that color naturally? I think she dyes it because mm. in Rebels mm-hmm. she's like an artist. Okay. She, I think in Rebels, she that montage that is on the wall of the the cartoon Rebels. I think she in Rebels is the one who did that, and she would like they had a Tie Fighter that they kept, and she painted that these crazy colors. So I think, and I think there's a part like her, it even changes colors from time to time in Rebels. I okay, think. so I think no, I think it's just a she's just a hmm. kind of artsy Mandalorian rebel kind of gal and wants to change her hair up from time Seems to time. Seems like they have such a busy lifestyle and that <laughs> like when like when do they find time for like self-care to just do their hair like that but... and her hair was beautiful like but those two colors to get it like that that takes some major mm-hmm. you know some like bleaching and then coloring and then that's like a lot of touch up like well how do you she's had a lot of time on her road, hands you know? lately I mean, what's yeah. she been doing? And like, is she doing it herself or is she going to a salon? Like, <laughs> I just, I have questions. Yeah. I mean, the rest I'm, of it's really, totally believable, but I'm yeah, really afraid her roots hair. are going to start showing soon. So, <laughs> yeah. Hope she brought some hair. I thought well, she, good hope she, she thought ahead. Yeah. She's going to put some. that Mando helmet on. It'll be fine. Mm, true. It's true. true. Maybe the helmet has some sort of hair dye capacity mm-hmm. it's very fancy the mando outfits, yeah so well i yeah. like how this this was in existence before you know the, we got the show mandalorian i mean because she had this like colored different color mandalorian outfit on in rebels but then mandalorian all we knew before this was boba fett and also mandalorian came out i was like all right he's got his armor and then this last season of mandalorian he had all sorts of mandalorian armors and colors and this so I guess and Rebels was kind of ahead of its time with the mm-hmm. Mandalorian armor. Did she just cut it so it'd go in the helmet better? 
I think it was a oh, it was actually a, a callback to a scene in Rebels with another character that I haven't seen all of Rebels yet. But the fact that no one's saying when's he going to show up, I'm thinking maybe he dies. I don't See, know. I didn't watch that. So the fact I don't know. that uh, I mean, I don't know one way or the other. He could just go off. But the fact that no one's like where's so and so to I'm thinking, die. <laughs> go off. He was a Jedi. Maybe he went off on some quest. I don't know. But I think it was sort of her way of saying I am back to business i'm back mm. in the game i'm ready to go off and be a rebel again and train mm. with ahsoka which is interesting they make so they refer a lot to like it sounded like ahsoka was going to train sabine like maybe she had some jedi a little force sensitivity by the way there's a lot of things that ahsoka did in this episode that were very subtle where she's kind of listening she's feeling she's hearing pat like a lot of those she's using the force in ways that you didn't really mm. see the jedi do in the films or other shows but it's hmm. a video game, the character, because you need to be able to do things as a character. You can kind of like see the past with the force or that's you helpful. Know, sense things. Yeah. So she's been doing a lot of that when she's kind of like, mm, kind of listening. Can you eavesdrop? Mm. I don't yeah. think you can eavesdrop, probably. Mm. Um, but, you know, so I they, they kind of make it seem like there was this padawan master relationship she was going to train sabine but it went bad but i was Sounds listening to people talk about rebels yeah uh and said well we never really saw any of that so i don't know <laughs> maybe maybe it's something hmm. new maybe we'll get flashbacks well hopefully okay. we didn't just spoil the whole first two episodes for people <laughs> well, <laughs> spoiler alert no they're out there it's not like it's the finale right Right. Wait, how how can people uh, communicate with us if they want to talk about the show or leave an email? Uh, well, they can go to the Twitter, the X, the X Twitter X, at uh, Podcast with one D. Or Facebook and Instagram at Sheena Rizal Podcast. And if they want to be all old-fashioned-like and send snail mail, they can do that to <gasps> Snop, P.O. Box 6732, Burbank, California, Nine one five one zero, or email us at she nerds out at So many options. Or buy mm -hmm. us beers. We buy like us some beer. beers. Yeah. yeah, go to we'll our always, web, we'll never website. turn that down. She nerds out dot com. Mm -hmm. All right, Anne. Thanks for stepping in again. Anytime. It's always good to have you on board. I'm glad I did my homework. Snop shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll check back in. Maybe they'll find Nessie. I'm going to keep yeah. an eye on that, see what they find. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Keep you posted. All right. All right, kids. Well, until uh, next time, we'll see you when we see ya. She nerds mm -hmm. out. 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 She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty things. Dirty things. There's uh, Nessie. There she is. Nessie, come home.